Welcome to another episode of Nah Fam, the podcast. Welcome. How are you? I'm great. How are you? Great. 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 Happy Sunday. Yes. Disappointed that the weekend is coming to an end. Yep. That's always hard. Yeah. It goes, I mean, of course, it's a stupid thing to say, but it goes by way too fast Uh every time. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. What do you want to talk about today? (laughs) How's your week been? Don't know. Uh, Mm. It's been okay. It's been there's been some positives in it, and then there's been some negatives in it. And overall, it's been it's been a good week. Okay. Um, so Rudy over here is a bit of a pain in the ass, but he's also super sweet and he's doing not, you know well in most areas. I don't so. think I've ever had a relationship with a dog like the relationship I have with him in these yeah. short twenty weeks. Are we at now? 20 weeks. I'm sorry. Three weeks? No, but he was, he was. He's 18 weeks old now. He was 16 when we got him. So is he 19 uh, 15, now? wasn't he? Wasn't he? Or is he 16? Oh my God. That's terrible. Was, I don't know. He was 15, I think. Okay. So then. So, so he was like 15 and a half, something like that. It doesn't matter. He's like 18 and anyways, a half. Anyways, like, he's like that, totally so. my baby. I, I Oh, he is. He's, I mean, I think it's because it's reciprocated. Like I had a dog when I grew up, obviously. And that was, but I, anyway, I got the dog when I was five, but then I had my own dog. In my first marriage, we got a dog, and that dog was my baby until my kids came along, and then I felt like I was just kind of like, oh, I don't have energy for you right now. You just bark and wake my kids up from naps, and I, you know, like, it just became what that, but also, I don't think that that dog ever bonded with me the way this dog is bonding with me. Yeah, I had to... Coco, I don't want to, I don't want to forget Coco, (laughs) but I just want to say Coco, cutest effing dog ever in the whole world she was not a cuddler she was pretty independent she wasn't she didn't bond much with any of us it was just kind of like hi guys you know she was nice yeah, we've talked about that before, yeah but so yes this dog is very different for me yeah I'm, i had I'm to bonding uh, hard with him i stopped over at my mom and dad's yesterday and i'm like i'm gonna take him for a car ride because you take him to the vet which is like what a half mile down the road yeah. and he really hasn't besides i mean we've taken him for walks but he has not been in the car Besides that, what do you do? he doesn't seem to like. Well, it. he curled up in my lap. He yeah. didn't want. To, I tried to get him to sit in the passenger seat, and he yeah. wouldn't do it. He hates it. But since he's not housebroken, I took him over there, and he went to the bathroom, but he hadn't gone poop in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, all right, well. So I told them, I'm like, I'm just going to hold him because I don't want him to go to the bathroom in their house, which I'm sure he would right away. Anyway, yeah. he literally sat there, and we talked for an hour, and I just sat on the couch, and he sat on my lap the yeah. whole time, and he just, he just was curled up in my yeah. lap and didn't make a yeah. peep. I mean, they petted him and stuff and he, he just was like, yeah, I'm just chilling here. This is my dad. He does that for me when I have like meetings on my computer and like for the full hour, I just keep him in my lap and he just lays there quietly. Yeah. Snuggled up. Yeah. He's, um, you know, he's still a puppy. So when he gets his little spurts of energy and he goes around running around like crazy and trying to chew on everything, it doesn't last long, but that's, you know, typical puppy behavior he's not super great with the house training right now though so i think we've got another good couple months of this it's better than it was he starts puppy school which i was adamantly opposed to because i i think that what we are doing to our dogs in this world is ridiculous that's my personal opinion why are we treating them like human babies i do not know um but we are moving in that direction i told you i said 
before we know it, we're going to be required by law to enroll our puppies in puppy school because I've gotten so much pressure from people to do it. I was like, this is so ridiculous. But I personally just decided to do it because I'm a little concerned about the house training thing. And I thought it would be good for me to learn actually and experience that with him, training him the right way. So my expectation is that the puppy training is going to do the exact opposite of what you don't like and what's going on what do where, you mean? where dogs are treated like kids. I think that the the dog training is going to be like, no. I mean, it's it's going We're to be- We're going to have to give them treats for every command. When I grew <laughs> up, we didn't give your dog treats for commands. They just did what they learned what how to sit is, without a treat. <laughs> but it's 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 taking um, the you know authoritative position with the dog and it's teaching the dog that the dog is going to do what you tell it to do and the expectation yeah. is that the dog follows but your direction. I hate to break it Not to you, but- Not that the dog just goes around and does whatever the dog wants to do. to me do. more than he listens to you. I have an authority, more of authoritative attentive presence than you do we've we've argued about this like when i say no he's much more responsive to my nose than he is to your nose yes i would agree with that i know you think i baby him because i let him sleep on our bed but at the end of the day i'm a pretty authoritative presence you are you're scary (laughs) very scary no that's authoritarian (laughs) i'm authoritative oh of course you are yeah and he does he does listen to that for sure yeah he's got and yeah so he's good um, He's my baby. Yeah, so I'm trying to think. Other than that, how was your week this week? It was good. I wanted to ask you about something because we were talking about it earlier. You had you had said that you um, really took on some information from a podcast I sent you this week about by Dan Siegel. And yes. I guess I'd, you don't need to spend like a ton of time on it, but I, yeah, he's, you, you were um, talking about that earlier. Like it was like, oh yeah, that was a really, you really enjoyed it. He's a pref- professor of psychiatry. He's a neuroscientist. He's well-respected, but he was talking about this concept of interconnectedness, which again, I might completely butcher this, but it's the idea that I am me and you are you and I am you and we are everything and we are individually ourselves so but we're not, all part of yeah the not, whole. it's more than this idea that we're all one because you know there's some there's some thought about that as well we're not just all one because we're uniquely individual as well and it's like yes so we are both we are all of that we are one we are connected but we're connected in this way that we you know essentially have our own unique um feelings and circumstances and presence and energy and yet we are all part of this bigger energy as well. So this interconnectedness that we all share, as mm-hmm. opposed to I am me and you are you, and we have this energy between us and that's what this thing is. It's like, mm-hmm. no, that flows through all of it. All, Which you is know. a really abstract yes. abstract concept. I cannot do it justice. But I feel, here. and I, which I feel like you hear a lot, like we are all one, you hear that all the time. Oh, we're all one, we're all, we all, we're all made of the same, you know? Um, like what, obviously something, I feel like you're you, what you're claiming. What you've claimed to me is that it hit you differently. This, this, yes. the way he presented it, or something. It did, and then following up on that, um, and I'll get back to that. But we watched the travel uh, show, Eugene Levy travel Levy travel show on Apple TV, and he was in Utah, and he was um, meeting up um, with somebody watching the stars with somebody from. Is it Navajo Nation? Is that the correct? I, I'm not sure. I don't remember which. Okay, the, the guy was uh, Navajo. It was. Okay. I know it was Navajo. I'm just. 
how you say it, you know, the tribe, the, the group, whatever. Anyway, talking about looking at the stars and the stories of their ancestors and stuff as they look up in the stars and like the stars are made of the same things that we're made of. And so when you look up at the stars, you're seeing your ancestors and your, you know, relatives, like it's the same thing mm-hmm. because it's, we're all made of the same things. Yeah. So it's this, it's this connectedness again yeah. out into the universe and it's, it's just something that, yes, when you think of it a little bit differently and however you want to phrase it or anything else is I am me, but also like as you go out and experience the world, like your experience isn't just your experience. It's it's this whole experience in the universe. Mm-hmm. And whatever somebody else puts into the universe is going to obviously impact you and become part of your experience as well. Mm-hmm. You do have your own unique experience and mm-hmm. you are your, your unique energy, mm-hmm. but we're all mixed in this thing we're all part of the mm-hmm, same the mm-hmm. same thing so yeah well i like to take it like a step further too because i feel like the way i mean this is explained sort of in astrology too this idea that you know we're just a reflection of the u- universe like all that's in the universe resides within each individual of us like we're we're all we're the whole and we're part of the whole and but it's what what astrology would say is that at the time of our birth, each individual is a reflection of the energy as it was in the universe at that exact moment. So each person is going to represent that. So while we're all the universe, we're a specific maybe energy of the universe that gets highlighted. That's how I think the natal charts work. They're, you know, that if you buy into that whole thing. But I feel like that's kind of like another way that all of these things are coming together and explaining all of these same concepts. Yeah, and I, I think the interesting part about it is that, I want to say the interesting thing about it, but it was a different way to explain it, but it's the same thing that we've been talking about, and especially us, and you had mentioned that like out in the world right now, it just seems like this idea of this, not just collectiveness, but the um, uh, the, the energies we have, and, and even going back to like meditation and yoga, and there's like a... I don't want to say resurgence, but like there seems to be, there seems to be. And so whether it's just front and center for us as opposed to in general, but it does feel like it's like, it's becoming more mainstream. These thoughts, these ideas, shows that we're watching that we're seeing on Netflix and and every, you know, it's like, like I understand, like I said before, I understand the idea of algorithms, but these are mainstream concepts that, I mean, major main, you know, headlining podcasts and shows that seem to all sort of be kind of signing on to more of these concepts and talking about the marriage between the natural world, the physical world, and again, people sign a lot of different words, but the mental world or the, um, you know, I've just re- I just finished a book today called Enchantment. Um, it's a great book. Same sort of concept. She uses the word the rational world, like the world of science, this the concrete world, and what she would call the um, in the world of enchantment. And it's just like the unseen, you know. Just even if it's just like sound waves, we can't see them, right? But um, some people would say maybe the mental world, the ethereal world, the world of the gods, like whatever. It's the seen and the unseen, and like marrying those together. And that when you do that, that's like sort of when all the clarity comes because they both mirror each other if mm-hmm. you really look closely they're mirroring each other and the answers are found there does that make sense it does and i think that that's again this is all i don't want to say it's all new but this listening to this in this this approach this this version of this mm-hmm. um the other day you know it's 
we'll, we'll see what kind of long-term impact it has on how I approach the world okay. or view the world. Well, I think you're going to keep hearing about this but, stuff. It's everywhere. Right. <laughs> and I can say, though, is that... The science is validating it. That's the thing. He's a neuroscientist, and the science is validating yes. these concepts. Yes. And I think that going back and looking at things that we've talked about and where we're our journey together. And again, we've started, you know, the meditation and picked up more on the yoga and just I think in general, just looking at the world a little bit differently, trying to do that together. Um, it has helped me in other areas of my life. You know, I think it's helped my, uh, my work performance and my general life journey just with my relationship with the kids and you know, mm-hmm. just other people, even friends. How so? What do you mean? Well, we've, we've talked about that a little bit, but I just think that this um, openness, this, um, I feel like I'm more in a position to listen more, take more information in, take more of that, pick up on more things, and then use that to put back out there. Totally screw this up and how I'm, what I'm trying to say. But basically, I feel like it's helping me be a better version of myself by what's helping by you having, be a better version of yourself? by having more awareness okay. of the oh, world okay. around me. Oh, okay. Like okay. the like, mm-hmm. and when I say the world around me, I mean like all of it, like mm-hmm. picking up on everything mm. and things that you would pay attention to. You know, we're coming into spring here, and you obviously pick up. Oh, the le- you know we're not there yet, but like the leaves are starting to, you know, mm-hmm. turn green, and mm-hmm. you know there's new growth and there's mm-hmm. this. But I feel like it's in a like a deeper level that mm-hmm. start starting to pick up on more nuanced mm-hmm. changes mm-hmm. and you know I, again i don't know exactly how to explain it but yeah. just the awareness piece like you start being aware of more of your environment yeah well a part of me thinks well maybe it's both but like it's an age thing like you that it's pretty typical at midlife to start turning more towards these interests and in the you know watching what's happening with the earth outside around you and picking up on that differently. But also it does, again, it does going back to the collective. It seems like everybody sort of is tuning into that more too. It feels like there's a shift back to mother earth, so to speak, you know, like more of this and more of what the ancient world had mastered kind of turning more towards that, those concepts again, and maybe bringing them up to the present because we've learned so much since those traditions dominated the world, but bringing those to bringing that to what we know now, and again marrying those concepts together. Yeah, and I think yes, and uh, so we we've talked before about like going to going hiking at Kensington, going for a walk, nature walk, not really mm-hmm. a hike, but a nature walk, and feeding the birds and stuff, and what that experience feels like, and and now having I guess this information. Or this different outlook. It's like it's almost being able to describe what that is more so than just experiencing it. It's like putting it the pieces together a little bit more. Yeah. So like why don't you move your mic down? Because yeah, when you get closer you sound a lot better. I just realized that. Sorry. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> You're like reaching up so I know, high I don't know why well, how it got <laughs> off. Anyway, like explaining that experience is feeling grounded. Um, you explained it in a way. What did you say that um I don't remember what you said about what? it. Like going to going to Kensington, going for a nature walk. You you had a word that you used to describe like what that feeling was, mm-hmm. um, and I said it 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 felt you know it it feels very grounding. It feels like you're you just you're you're totally part of something. You belong. You're where you're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. You're you're part of mm-hmm. all of it. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know that I would have had yeah. that. Um, 
awareness to be able to actually really explain it except to say that it just feel it just feels like freeing it feels you know yeah so are you talking about the mantra i came up with this week for myself well, i wasn't but maybe well, that's feeding into it half, no you just you mentioned something of, to me earlier today my mantra was that i am i forgot i might screw this up <laughs> i am rooted in my body everywhere that i go or no i am rooted in my body everywhere that i am and i am grounded on earth everywhere that I am or whatever, but right here, right now, I'm still playing with the words, but this idea that I'm both rooted in my body and grounded on earth, like really like I, that needs to be a big one for me because I, you know, think that's, I get, I get really hyped up with anxiety pretty easily, you know? So yeah. And it's funny because it's like almost the opposite for me. Like <laughs> I know. So that's why I need I to said, be rooted. That's in like why, my <laughs> but that's why I was confused because you were like, I, you know, I just feel really rooted and grounded. And I'm like, don't you, I mean, we all need that reminder certainly, but like, I feel like you've always kind of grasped onto that concept more easily than me. So I have, but I don't think I could put words to it. Okay. So what okay. I'm saying is I okay. think that this looking at having a different lens to look things through and I've ex- I explained this to you. Okay. I said it's like sometimes going to the eye doctor and uh-huh. when they, you know, they're they're flipping the little thing and going one or two, two or three. Uh-huh. And there's such subtle differences. Sometimes you can't tell the difference, but you're like, I think this one just feels a little bit clearer. This uh-huh. one's just a little bit sharper. Uh-huh. And some of this you listen to another podcast or you hear another explanation and it just it's that subtle shift. But it, it makes a real world difference. Yes, yes, yes. And That's so I feel what, like okay. this, what this did this week mm-hmm. in listening to this explanation of this podcast mm-hmm. in this idea of, yeah, we are all part of the same energy. Mm-hmm. We're made up of the same things. We're mm-hmm. all part of this, but we're uniquely ourselves at the same time. Um, okay. And so you, and I don't want to get into the details of this too, but part of that explanation was, I think is, I don't, I'm not sure if it's part of his newest book, but the wheel, is it the wheel of awareness? Yes. So. Yes. But so much just clicked for me when you just said that you're right. Like, I think that maybe this, this, these ideas haven't, like, I need reminders of them too, just like you need reminders that you're grounded on planet earth or whatever, but you also have more of an, an inclination towards that knowing already that like, I sort of already have this knowing about how we're all interconnected, but now, but that maybe more so than you had had, but now it's something clicked for you heavily there too. Just like for me, like this idea of like, I am rooted in my body, you know, like, oh, I never thought of that. Maybe just this idea of intra-connectedness you had never really thought of either and all of a sudden it just occurred to you that that's that's a a realm or a reality or whatever yeah and i think that i've always looked at life as you know it's like that this is really basic but you know treat others as you want to be treated and you Mm -hmm. know always it doesn't matter who somebody is like Mm -hmm. you you just always you you you, that's how you respond to people that's how you Mm -hmm. treat the world like you don't take advantage of it you don't Mm -hmm. You know, you take, you know, you don't take advantage of others. You don't like, right. but it's like, but this is like a different yes. level of being like, have, having awareness around this. Yes. It, it's not just not taking advantage of somebody. It's also putting out, um, what is it? I mean, it's not just love into the world, but it's. Um, well, it's even just acknowledging like we've, this is, this is kind of exciting information here because we've talked before about how I that's one of my skills, extroverted feeling. I am very attuned to the energies around how the energies are affecting other energies, like how, you know, all these different people, there's this ripple effect. And that's been an area that you've been inferior in, according to your personality testing type. So it, it makes 
makes me happy and excited that all of a sudden you're like, oh, like I intellectually understood that before, but now I like see how this is potentially a thing. Yeah. Yes. And that's what I, that's what I, yeah, that's what I was like. Yes. I can go out into nature and I can be like, this is amazing. This is Mm -hmm, beautiful. This mm -hmm. experience is something that you just feel and you have like this awakening in yourself on what it is. But again, now it feels like, oh, I can, I can understand it now Mm -hmm. a little bit differently. Like I understand what that feeling is, where it comes from, why it exists. And so it, it helps. But what about you, people with people? Like you, well, d- you say, just said earlier, you just re- you're realizing how your energy, yeah. your energy comes into a room, and you see how now that you're part of it, and so it's having an impact on all the things around you. Yeah, I was gonna say. So that's that's like explaining it in the in the in the sense of nature and your interaction with nature, and then being able to take that to I don't want to say the apply next level, but apply it to relationships and apply it to that world and see that's the opposite for me for me i'm like all of a sudden taking all my knowledge about what i know about the emotional mental relational world and putting it in the natural world the whatever physical world and i'm like whoa and now i feel like i'm learning so much more about my relation the relational mental you know ethereal world or whatever and so that's so interesting that we just that now you're saying the inverse yeah basically for you yeah, and, and taking huh. that taking that information and being able to say, you know, and, and again, I mean, there's mm-hmm. situations um, like work's been crazy lately. And so it's been, but I, but having this, and again, this came up this week, but this is, this is just another piece to the puzzle that we've been talking about for a long time. And as I've been learning more about this and putting these things into these concepts and ideas, like having awareness around them, has helped me, I, I think, be more productive, more connected to people at work, more uh, integrated into the whole system of what's going on and who's doing what and everything else. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in relating and understanding other people's roles and what they're going through and what they're doing, which has helped me, I guess, uh, work with them and myself to perform better. Mm-hmm. And so it's like, this is like another step that I'm looking forward to because it's like, okay, yeah, it's, and again, it's, it's not about just treating people a certain way or something. I mean, that's a, that's a very simplified way, but it's actually being like, no, there's this, I there's this whole. Like, I feel like I want to take that a step further for you, though, is like we talked about before, is that what you're not saying right now, though, is that when you deepen your relationships with people at work, that you are more excited and doing, I don't want to say the word excited, but engaged, more creative. Your, your, your creative process yes. at work heightens. Yeah, and I think that also that impact, yes, my personal creative creativity, mm-hmm. my um, engagement, mm-hmm. my ability to you know get into my flow state and really work through problems and, and do what I do best, I, I think they do best, mm-hmm. now is having maybe not having an impact, but my relationship with others is having an effect on... I think their flow states and their, mm-hmm. I don't want to, I don't want to mm-hmm. speak for somebody mm-hmm. else, but I'm just saying that those relationships, I feel like then those people, because mm-hmm. we're all doing it, we're feeding mm-hmm. off each other's energies. Yeah. We're all yeah. now functioning at a higher level than we were before. Uh-huh. Not because of me or not because of somebody else, but because collectively yeah. we're, yes. we're kind of in sync in that way. Okay. You're Mui, as Dan Siegel would say. Yeah. This is a new book. Well, you should download it on Audible and tell me about it. Mui. M W E. M W E. 
Yeah. It's <laughs> me, me and, we. and me plus we. Me plus we. That's so funny. Okay. Well, that's interesting. I yeah. was going to say something and I forgot. Oh, yeah. Um, well, because we, you had something, said something earlier that sparked this. So this doesn't even segue naturally into this. So I apologize. Do, was there anything else you wanted to say about that? Well, I had told you earlier, I had, um, again, it was a busy week and I had a meeting on Friday and the meeting didn't go as I had hoped it would have gone, trying to bring two just, groups together. Just, could you just like speak a little more like less elevated and just give, without giving details, just break it down a little more for those of us that long, don't want to listen long, to your abstract terminology right now. story short, <laughs> trying to bring two operational groups together and get them to work better together okay and the all the the outcome of the meeting was basically butting heads and we didn't make any progress i walked away from it a little deflated and um irritated for numerous reasons however in the past it would have been one of those situations kind of like okay we tried here it is and now it's like you know kick the can down the road and we maybe we'd regroup in another month you would have done that i would have done that and again because I would have felt that, well, it's not really my job to make this work. Mm. And I wasn't getting maybe what I felt was the support needed by these different people. But it's like, no, I'm in a place now where it's like, I can be the support for them to make this happen. Mm. Nobody else is going to do that. And I think I can basically recharge and regroup and go back in and say, you know, we're going to, we're going to keep doing this till we figure this out till we get this. Okay, so that makes me think of another thing about that podcast that we listened to. At the end of the interview, she had asked Dan Siegel, she said she asked everybody this, who are you? And obviously that's a super complicated question and a lot of people have to think really deeply about that to answer that. And he didn't have a solid answer either. But he said, "I." the first thing he said is, well, I'm energy. Like mm-hmm. we're all energy and I'm energy. And I thought that was such a great question. I've been reflecting on that all week and for myself and I'm, I've written some things down. Um, haven't gotten, I don't know that I'll ever get anything entirely conclusive, but the point is, is this, is that as you approach this situation, I kind of like, I guess I challenge you to maybe consider, start reflecting on what, if you were also to say, yeah, I'm energy, just let's skip ahead to that. What how what are some of the verbs that you would assign to your energy? Because like he says, you know, don't assign nouns to it. I think nouns, I think, is more associated with like your ego. And the goal is to like kind of try to stay out of your ego or notice when you're, you know, be there. He uses the word hub. There's a lot of different terminology Mm -hmm. for acting from our sort of mm, capital S self. But um he would describe, like, try to find verbs to describe that. And so, because when we do that, then we're tapping into, like, maybe what more our intentions are in a situation. And we're we're staying aligned with our authentic self, with what we value at the core. <clears throat> Excuse me. So as you, like, go into that situation, as you continue to, like, confront this challenge, I wonder, like, think about what you, how do you define yourself as verbs and, like, try to keep yourself centered in that energy space as you continue to like quote confront the situation or explore the situation does that make sense yeah yeah it does and we uh, i'm cheating a little bit because we had a separate conversation a little bit about this um so these aren't just coming to me completely just yes. you know top yeah. of my head but anyway i feel like i am you said exploring i'm 
exploring, creating. You said exploring. We we well, did. I did ask okay. you what your verb energies were. I didn't. I didn't ask you to consider it in the context yeah. of the situation. So I would say exploring, solving, creating, Ooh, solving, mediating. Mm-hmm. Mediating. Okay. Um. You know. I'm trying to think of. I'm trying to think of what else. Um, I'm gonna say, what's the word? For, what's what's the verb? Well, you for? don't have to answer all this now. No, I know. I'm just thinking off the top of my head because I'm curious. So, uh-huh. and we've talked about before about maybe our, like centering and balancing. Like, yeah, that's what I was trying to like, collaborating. Like, like, just, um, like yeah. trying to bring things together. But um, just, I think in general, that's my like that's always my my goal. That's who mm-hmm. I, that's who I want to be. Optimizing. Optimizing. Yes. Yeah. But like also at the, like you got to like, I mean, except I'm thinking about verbs, verbs also that sort of like keep us in this sort of like calm, kind, patient, loving energy too. You know what I mean? So like, cause you know, you can be all of those things and be a bull in a china shop and you don't yeah, want that's, that's why to I, I was that. trying to think of the word to like <laughs> n- not collaborating, but like bringing things yeah, together. Like yeah. what, the, what that word is, is to like, you know, mm-hmm. again, mediating is kind of sounds a little bit harsh. It's more oh, of a, I don't a, think so. I feel like I don't mean, I don't light. mean, I don't mean harsh, but I also mean, it means like getting, uh, yeah, I guess it could be, but it more, more, more care. I want to say in, in a more caretaking way, not, yeah. not simply mediating. And like, yeah. that's the end, like more well, of a relational way. Like it's like, okay, well let me weave in this other concept then that it's actually come up Rudy, I'm watching Rudy. He's okay. It's actually come up it's been like so present in our wor- in our world this week. The uh, Finnish concept of I always say it wrong. Sisu. Sisu. I think is it Sisu. We watched it on the Eugene Levy travel show. He talked about it. The book I'm reading, Enchantment, talked about it. Um, I stumbled upon a podcast that went in great depth about it. And so I'm gonna mess this up now, but it's just this idea of like I think maybe like what I should probably pull it up on my phone, but I'm I'm just gonna go from my memory. He's okay. I'm watching him fortitude um perseverance but like it's in like grit like you hear these things but it's not like necessarily powering through adversity it's like doing these things also highly attuned and attentive to the whole process at the same time it's it's done with care and compassion does that make sense because the person i was listening to talking about it she sort of goes around the world speaking about this concept she is she ran 30 miles a day for 50 days and she ended up getting a stretch fracture on her foot and she talks about this whole thing about how you know she it was so disappointed depleting her because she was like i i but i have to do this i was supposed to do this and coming to terms with this idea of like well i can adapt i can be flexible i do need to attend to this injury on my foot she modified she rode a bike for a while you know until she was able to get back and to the running game but i feel like if you, as you just went through and talked about the verbs that you assign to all of this energy, like also like channeling that energy, sisu energy of like, I'm doing this with care and attentiveness and intention yes. too. And I think that's the biggest, I think that honestly, that is the biggest piece of it is that it's, it's not just solving to solve something or working to work. It, it's, hi Rudy. <laughs> it's, uh, it is doing it in in a way that is um it is it's it's in a like a, a caring compassionate loving way mm-hmm. and again you know you talk about where this comes from with the the Finnish people and they're you know supposed to be the the happiest i, I mm-hmm. believe the happiest people in the world mm-hmm. and part of that is that 
there's I feel the, like they always fight with that between the Swedes and the right. I don't but, ever know who wins that contest. But, but. <laughs> it, the pers- the uh, impression I get is that they're determined. They have a lot of willpower, but they do it in a way that is. I don't know if they're happy. I think isn't it that they're content? Can, maybe it's content. Anyways, I, I could be wrong. Whatever. Anyway, the the bottom line is doing it in in the spirit of you know with love and compassion. And yeah. Whatever they're doing, it's I mean, not. It's not. I mean, not maybe not all of them get it right, but that is the not, essence. Yeah. That's, that's 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 the, the true essence, essence of this concept. It. Right. Yeah. It's not. <clears throat> and I would compare it to it. And again, I, I I I don't know that much about it, but it's like. You know, in America, this idea of, you know, well, anybody has the opportunity to do whatever they want and, you know, capitalism is king and, you know, you climb, you step on the backs of other people to get to where you want, which is what some people think it's all about. Mm -hmm. And the reality is, is that's not how you do that. Mm -hmm. That's not how, that's not fulfilling. That's not, you know, Mm -hmm. that's why they say, you know, these people with, you know, all this money and stuff that money doesn't buy happiness because it's not just about that. Of of course it makes things easier. What my, 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 what my point is, is that in order to have a, I think successful and fulfilling life, there's so much more to it. And Mm -hmm. I think professionally what I've recognized is that having the relationships and working with people and bringing people together is so much more powerful and you're able to get so much more accomplished and this the 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 feeling around it is so much more enriching and rewarding mm-hmm. when you have that spirit and you have that collaboration and you have the energy of that course. comes from that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah okay anyway sorry that was a bit <laughs> of a tangent and uh was a little all over the place on that one but yeah. Well, again, I just think that you can apply a lot of the things we just talked about every day, not just work scenarios. Every day, everything that you're doing. And yeah. I feel like Sisu is actually, or Sisu, whatever, is also, will you pull that gate closed? Is also just, I mean, it's also a lot of the same principles with mindfulness practice. It's like tuning in, slowing down, practicing presence, you know, like you, like that was one of the things that she sort of highlighted in her sort of interpretation of Sisu is like, or Sisu was like, she had to be present to be able to also persevere through. You know what I mean? Like the, these things had to happen together. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, you've talked a lot about this, but th- this idea of awareness, like, mm-hmm. you know, not only self-awareness, but just awareness. Everything's about awareness. Yeah. Becoming aware. That's why we're here. Right. <laughs> but when you start to understand that and be able to, Mm-hmm. Um, put it into practice. I mean, it truly does. It, it, it changes everything. Mm-hmm. So you're feeling that change right now, Jim? I'm I'm like a you're, kindergarten. You, so I'm like a you, kindergartner. Did, are you leveling up this week? You said I was last week. You said I was leveling <laughs> up. Is that what's happening for you right I'm now? I'm trying to. I might be working my way into first grade now. Okay. But okay. I'm I'm getting there. But we okay. talked we talked about it though, and those even the relationships. And again, I I always revert back to work. But you know at home with the kids and our relationship and everything else. It's like being more aware of every, every little thing that goes on, including aware Mm -hmm. with what's going on inside of me. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Like I've had a lot of conversations with my oldest recently. Like, look, like we, him and I have a similar energy, a very similar energy and like recognizing how 
I mean, I've, again, this isn't new information, but there is this deeper visceral awareness around it in every moment, like recognizing how my energy sets off his energy and vice versa. But like that was intel- that was an intellectual, like known reality, like always. But like, again, there's this like, whoa, okay, there's this presence around it now. And like, I have been able to have some good conversations with him about, hey, by the way, you know, helping him become aware and admitting, you know, my own, my own um, role in all this and how we can transform this continually going forward. And so it's been, I think it's so far, knock on wood, there's just been, that's where that has shown up too, like in my parenting style, you know, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. It just feels kind of liberating. Although, you know, I still struggle so much with like um, this idea that like my kids have to grow up and live on their own one day. And like, oh, my God, are they going to be OK? <laughs> are they going to be kidding? And they will. My mom just said to me yesterday when I was talking to her, you were there. But she was like, you're going to you got to let go. Like, and I'm like, no, I know I have to let go. But like, you know, like I, when it comes to, it's so funny, this kind of relates to my own issues. Like when it comes to exposing to my kids to ideas about the world, I have no problem letting them know what's going on out there. I've never censored like their information. But when it comes to like, oh, wait, you're going to drive where? No, you're not. You know, like, <laughs> like, the, like my worry about them out around out in the physical world and physical separation for me is where I'm like terrorized. So I'm like, yeah, yep. I got to let go. Yep. I'm working on it. (laughs) Yeah. I think the, uh, a lot of these, and again, this whole Dan Siegel stuff that we're talking about, um, in the past spiritually has been discussed for, you know, ages and ages and ages. Yeah. It's it's being validated by science now. But, but it's, yeah, the, the science validation part of it is again, it's, it's nothing we don't already know, but yes, when it's when it's talked about in a little bit, maybe a little bit differently, a little bit more scientifically, it's it, it's like you like that you can buy into for me. It. That's what I'm saying. For but me, that's it was what a little I'm saying. bit. Did I already say this? Like this idea that like that we this is ancient knowledge that now yeah. current science is validating, and like there is a turning towards like going back to these more traditional ways of being and being attuned to to the earth and the planet and nature, and science is validating that now. And the goal we we, we can marry those concepts together. And yeah. So just, so it's funny because I've been kind of on that train getting to that point with. Um, some of the old, you know, again, spiritual guidance, learning more about that and stuff and, okay. and trying to understand. And you've been ahead of me in that, obviously in, ahead of me in that way. I feel like this just kind of like, this is like the express train a little bit. Mm. It just was like, okay, I can get there this way by practice and by, by really trying to contemplate and understand and learn these, you know, these ideas and concepts. But mm-hmm. then it can be explained a little bit differently. And it's like, oh, that just took me from, you know, here to... Yeah, well, that's what happened to me recently with this whole psychosomatic embodiment stuff. Like, I kept hearing it. Like, I've known it for years. I'm like, yeah, 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 I got it. And then all of a sudden, somebody said something. I'm like, oh, shit. It's the same thing as the relational world. It's just, oh, like, and just like, so many like light bulbs went off for me. I was like, oh, my God, this is every... Okay, these laws are universal. And that's where I feel like sitting here <laughs> trying to articulate some of those changes and those experience that I, experiences that I've had in my interactions and how I'm doing things differently. It's very difficult sometimes to articulate that and say, this is how I'm responding differently or the energy I'm putting out there or what I'm doing. But I can say concretely that I'm experiencing a difference from what I'm doing. 
And I know that what I'm doing is influenced in, you know, coming from what I'm learning mm-hmm. along. And again, that sounds very 30,000 foot view, but. Well, and it will keep happening. I mean, that's, I feel like I'm at this point right now where I'm just like finding myself just presently frustrated, like, oh my gosh. Okay. I I'm, I feel like I'm on the brink of like having it all. I know this. I'm never going to have it all figured out, but there's this feeling like I'm on the brink of having it all figured out. I just need to know this and this, and there's so much information out there and you can't take it all in. So slowing down and being mindful about that. But um, yeah, just keep keep listening to all the things because that's the thing you can never hear i feel like you can never hear these things too much because you do you hear it slightly differently or you things click in differently every time you know yeah and i know i'll never have it all figured out but if i can you know change my journey and start adding some of this knowledge and this wisdom and hopefully sharing it and like i said already in my probably not even kindergarten level preschool level understanding of it all and seeing that wow there's like there's something to this this is this is making a difference like i can only imagine like again how much (laughs) how much more there is to learn and understand along this journey but like where that can where that can take me Mm -hmm. oh so exciting oh yeah I (laughs) i don't know and i've said it before like i who knows six months from now you know, it's like, it feels good right now because it feels like... Don't I'm worry. Un- Why do you have to... Wait? It's like, you're like, well, I don't want to look dumb. So I'm just going to put this out there that like, I could no. be wrong six months from now. No, this I'm, not, all go I'm not away. saying I could be wrong. I'm like, just saying, I'm just saying that when, sometimes when you're learning new things uh-huh. and you're starting to understand them, mm-hmm. it feels like really good because it's so, it's so eye-opening and it's so awakening. I don't know, Jim. I'm like, I'm like two years in of like mind blown all the time. So okay. I don't, maybe... That's what, that's what I, you know... <laughs> I, that you don't want to get to that point where you start where like you you feel like I'm not learning anything else and it's getting stale because that's like, I like well I know I mean I think there's periods where there's lulls and then like all of a sudden I'm like oh something like I catch something and I just like I can't stop and like I've told you I'm like I feel like I'm in that flow state where I'm like hours go by when I I am like looking and reading and listening and like researching this thing and I'm like wow and it's like you know I. I get, you know, this stuff is all related to what I do for a living too. And I've never had a job where I have felt flow and I finally got that and it's amazing. And so to me, I don't know, like, I feel like if we, I, I don't feel like that just goes away. I feel like you just keep, you just keep experiencing it in other ways. You, you keep exploring so that it's fulfilled. There's a constant stream of it or, you know, a steady stream of flow in your life. I think that's the key right there is... Again, and I'm just putting this out there because it's just like maybe that maybe that's really what it's about is me worrying that, you know, I'm doing this and I'm I'm seeing the impact in like the people I associate with and I'm, you know, have relationships with and everything else. Mm. And like since you're way ahead of me, like do you get to that? I'm way ahead of you. You mean just getting excited about (laughs) getting excited about it, learning about it and being understanding it more. And so, you know, what do you mean? Good question. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll I think it's just call- your, I, I think it's for me when because I, I just looked at that. I'm like, what are you even talking about? But I feel like what you're talking about is like your personal flow. When you start yes. to experience something, you're like, oh, there's and now I feel flow. Yeah, like you feel like you're doing your purpose, and you feel yeah. there's a thing. There's a okay, thing that so, happens. Yeah, <laughs> and I feel that 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 is not a 
lone journey or a soul journey, like doing it by yourself, like your flow, getting into your flow. Mm-hmm. It's like the energies around it you. It becomes a way of life. It becomes a way of life, but the energies around you like impact that and like obviously yeah. and how yeah. that works. So I get my whole point to that is, so if I'm on this journey and other people are kind of like, they don't even know it, but they're on the same journey as me in some other way because the energy that's out there okay. goes along with it. And then if other energies around me stop that process, then, I mean, does am I able to carry on my flow state I know, and still a good be question. in it? I don't so know. That's, I that's what that I'm talking about. Like, I have an answer to that. No, no, well, no. yes, student. You good student. That's what I'm, that's what I'm talking know, about, I though. don't. Right. I don't. Well, that's really interesting. Going back to this idea of like you find flow in this wet kitchen area where you're working with a bunch of people and ideas and mine is alone in a cave or like with one individual that that's an interesting twist because I also again, that's very, very woo woo. But like I work I what I do is independent. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. then I go and I sit with a person. And so, yeah, I might have situations where there's not this transformational, amazing process where there's flow, but I still can get that on my own like it's me just like reaching working towards self-discovery and personal awareness and external awareness so like that's a good question i guess that i'm getting at because you are talking about flow in a different situation situation. i would doubt it though i mean seriously you it's your flow which would you you i feel like an individual is in control of their own well it's like it's it's more of a rhetorical question because of course it is you know obviously somebody could say no it's your yeah like you just said it's your flow it's your Mm -hmm. energy but yeah but because of the way i get my energy and where it plays out the most is like you know, there there is this this thought of yeah. I mean, what happens when when things change? Well, maybe the, now that you've it got feels, a taste of it, though, you've tapped into it. I was going to say because it feels go good there. to it feels good to be in that state. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, exactly. So, but you now you know what it's like, and you can you can bring it wherever you go. Yeah, yeah and when I and the, the to me the interesting thing is when I say it feels good to be in that state. That doesn't mean everything's going according to plan or going perfectly or like everything's i have things figured it's not that it it's truly like you said it's this idea of do you know i want to make sure we're talking about the same thing as flow i feel like we are but like you i guess you know flow is just like this idea i could look it up but i'm not going to i might mess this up but it's just this idea of where you are so engaged and engrossed in what you're doing that it's timeless i was putting it out there in case anybody's listening to this of what i'm saying when i say flow doesn't mean like you're at the top of your game and everything's going your way it's not that it's just that yes time just goes and you're engaged and you're engrossed in whatever yeah your flow is uh-huh. in a way that like yeah you just kind of lose track yeah. of my guess is is that um yeah i don't know never mind i guess i don't know what i'm gonna say about that so i'm not gonna say anything so <laughs> but well i guess you'll have to find out maybe just not worry about it yeah <laughs> I don't, I, i'm not worried about it All but, you have but is I, today but of course i'm curious yeah you know just naturally so Hmm. I think that you maybe keep tabs or like take note of like what is going on when you're in flow. What is it that's happening so that should you find that it's gone, you can evaluate what's missing, you know? Yes. I think that's, I think that's key. Again, yeah. that all comes back to awareness Yeah. and recognizing, oh, I, I'm not feeling this anymore. And so, yeah, what what is it that changed or yeah. what is it that I'm doing differently or what can I do differently to restore that? Yeah. Yeah. Awareness. Speaking of awareness, I was just, I was just, and it doesn't even, I can't talk. 
because I don't know what I want to say about this. It's probably just a benign thing, but you and I watched videos, family videos from my family from 1990 last night because I finally got my hands on a VCR. And we had done it one other time before. I think it was, we talked about it actually in this podcast. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, it was like probably 2015 or something like that. I was saying it had to be together. 15 or 16 maybe, yeah. but yeah. So it was, and I it's had been not, a long time. And I had also not seen them in a very long time at that point because there's never VCRs around. But anyways, my favorite one, my family had gotten a video camera for Christmas or as a family gift in 1990. So there is this entire VHS tape dedicated to that, basically that first week of things. And I was, so I was, I was 12 and I was in sixth grade. And I, I think it's funny because I watched it in a different way last night than I've ever watched it before. And the reason why I wanted to watch it is because there's footage on there of my grandma and grandpa, my dad's parents. And there's, you know, quite a bit of footage. And I just wanted to feel close with them. And I just, I wanted to visit them, I guess is what it was. And it was, it just seems so odd to me that there's this, you know, what is the size of a VHS cassette tape, this black, like six by or eight by four, like Mm -hmm. box that allows me to visit these people from my past is kind of mind blowing. But anyways, it was so interesting. I found myself like really evaluating and watching my grandparents because I'm like, who I want to know them more, you know, and like trying to like, not that I'm going to capture them in, you know, that was one day out of their whole lives, you know, but it was just, it was cool, I guess. But I guess my point there is that I was also reflecting on me and all the dynamics and my family and my brothers and like really kind of zooming out and just like, oh, that's so interesting. Like, we obviously we picked on each other. We were like, I was 12 and they were teenagers and all, and we fought and all of that stuff. But I was like, oh, it was really kind of trippy to look at it. I don't know. I, it was, I was like an out of body experience in a way. I don't, <laughs> but the, it, it, it helped me bring some awareness just to watch myself as a 12 year old, watch myself, the way I carried myself, the things I said, the way I interacted with my siblings, the way they responded to me. There was obviously, of course, again, duh but still pretty mind-blowing through line threads to today to just how I carry myself in any room that I'm in how I carry myself around people how they respond to me obviously this isn't groundbreaking but it also was groundbreaking to me to be like oh Okay. And actually, I would kind of surprise myself. I always pictured myself as a very annoying little sister. And I was like, no, I was actually really cute. And you know what? It's pretty funny that my bro- this brother just keeps talking about how annoying I am. He's fucking annoying as shit. <laughs> he was this bossy, neurotic little dick. Like, seriously, trying to control everybody. <laughs> but at the time, I was like, oh, I'm I'm so annoying, you know? <laughs> you, you know what, though? I agree with you because we watched it once before. Um, and again, I mean, for you, it was something I'm not you trying to rip on my brother. I love him. But I'm just saying, it was funny to like reflect back. I'm like, oh, yeah, but I okay. Got, I got he was a, a little... I got watching it the second time was definitely different for me too, being an outsider and not being part of that. But mm. I paid more attention to not what was going on with the dynamics between you guys. Just like you're saying too, I picked up way more on that than I did the first time. Okay. But I... One thing that I did notice this time around was, and it's funny because, yes, that's absolutely true. But at the same time, like the love you guys had for each other and the closeness you guys had okay, was yes. very evident yes. in that, like like overwhelmingly evident. 
I was so surprised, honestly, because there was obviously there was universal picking on me, the little sister. There was conversations where I wasn't in the room, obviously, and they would be like trying to imitate how annoying I was or something. But at the same time, like, don't be an Amory. Was that what, was that? Was yeah, it, they don't would be an say that. But also, like there were there were so many times where they came in and they were they were so catering to me, you know. And they were like, absolutely. I I can't believe I never picked up on that. We we're like, yeah, show us what you got. Like I know, you know, they were playing along with me, calling and, you like, hey, Amory, Amory. I mean, like totally. Yes, yeah. but my oldest brother obviously was very more much more fatherly. Like you, you totally picked up on that whole that whole thing. There was one point where my brother like punched me because we got in a big fight and <laughs> I was screaming and crying, but I, that you that was off camera, but you could hear it. But the one brother, he felt real. I, I saw him feel, real, okay, okay, I've turned it off. You know, like he finally conceded and like gave in to me in a way where it just felt protective. Like, and I was just like, oh. Did, did, didn't he say, <laughs> didn't he say before he punched you, film this or something? Yeah, he's like, get this on tape. And then he like, punched me but my brother other brother was zoomed in too close so he didn't pick up on it it was just like uh-huh. lots of rattling and then me storming off like screaming and freaking out getting but anyways that's brother sister stuff which but- can i just say that 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 whole experience that whole interaction <laughs> was so typical uh-huh. i mean it was like there was everything that played out in that is like textbook uh-huh. He's playing a video game. They're filming the video game. You're annoyed because they're filming the video game because obviously it's a stupid video game. Well, that everybody, he, the whole time everyone was complaining about who was filming what and what. This is going to be boring. Nobody, like right. everybody was doing that, that to was, everybody. That was, my whole, that was my whole point. Like, it's like <laughs> so, it's just so like you would, it, you would expect that to play out that way, the exact way that it played out, uh-huh. which is hilarious. Uh-huh. But I yeah. thought it was funny. Yeah, get this on tape. <laughs> uh-huh. I forgot. I mean, so I was in sixth grade. There was a 10th grader, 11th grader, and a 21-year-old. I just forgot. I mean, I know, but I just forgot how funny they were. And I'm like, oh my gosh, like smart. You know, I think, I mean, I think I always thought they were smart, but I'm reflecting back. I'm like, well, it's pretty stimulating conversations, witty exchanges. Like my dad was hilarious. Like, you know, there was just, it was great to watch. Just, just to zoom out and just think about this idea of awareness, you know, and not like, not like get wrapped up in the like, ego parts of the whole thing but just like oh okay again this nice you see it all sort of there those energies how all the energies yeah. are affecting the other energies and me as we and all of that sorry yes <laughs> <laughs> and i and i yeah no i mean it was like i said it was definitely a very different experience for me the second time too just watching that it well just, i appreciated you watching with me because i was like i don't i know you don't want to watch this yeah, but you were no. Like, actually, you actually were like, no. Actually, this is good. It it was it was good. <laughs> I ended up because they I mean were, there was a lot of action in that because they were carrying the camera around the whole time. I actually felt like I got motion That's sickness, right, and I was like, I have to eyes. close my eyes and like <laughs> tune out for a while because I'm I'm getting like car sick watching this. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, uh huh. And yeah, it's funny because obviously we had a video camera too growing up and i think we got we must have gotten ours before yours because we had to like carry like half a vcr around and then the camera mm, and like yeah, have them no. connected and it was a whole thing there oh, was like wow. we had like this pouch it went in or like this like soft case yeah, that, so we could like, take it outside i feel like your video vhs tapes go back to like 1986 or something i think they do and the problem so. is though because we watched um one of mine before too yeah, and it's, it's like yours the quality of it the color and everything is so much better than our mine looks like almost like it's black and white because yeah. it's just I, yeah because i think it well it was four years later i mean it was a huge the, technology. yeah <laughs> leaps and bounds ahead of yeah 
yeah. with yours. <clears throat> but anyway. Anyways, that was just a fun little experiment. It was, but Kind of tie it's... in all of the things that we've been contemplating yes. lately. And it was just like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> all right, what else you got? I don't think I have anything else. Did we cover everything? I, I mean, we didn't have anything to cover, did we? Well, I mean, was there anything else groundbreaking to say? No, <laughs> I don't think so. Okay. All right. I love you. Love you too.